0: Hello and welcome to the Xbox World Podcast. Now, it's soon to be rebranded the Xbox World Strongcast. Yeah, mm. should we
1: uh, say this is number one? Xbox World uh,
0: Strongcast number one, I guess. Oh, well, hang that- on, do we need a
2: jingle or something? <laughs> Strongcast.
0: No, we don't okay, want no, to, no, to say we're not going to do that because the Strongcast actually affects, affects nothing. It huh? affects, affects nothing about the actual content of the podcast. Yeah. It's just we were sitting around thinking, yeah, we should do a name, we should give it a name. And then we realised... That we should probably should have called it the Strong Strongcast back when we were still saying that around the office. Yeah, we're well, not anymore.
1: No, we stopped saying strong about after about, Taylor left. Basically. Yeah, Rob, when yeah. Rob went,
0: when Rob went because he was Mr. Strong.
1: Yeah,
2: we no, stopped. it does still crop up in text occasionally.
0: So anyway, I'm Mike, um, and I'm uh, I'm here on the podcast on the Strongcast, and with me is uh, Matthew and uh... Jim. Yeah, so there's three of us. I uh, know Tim again, and he was uh, he was scheduled to appear. Yeah, but I'm- no. But no, <laughs> it didn't didn't happen, which is unfortunate because we had a load of questions from um, from a guy on on Twitter about for Tim. I think there were questions. The questions went along the lines of, "What is it? Does it feel like to when your manager disgraced himself with a massive hissy fit on live TV <laughs> in HD?" And because uh, these came how, from how, a Tottenham how fan, to, How, right? how does it feel to beat Inter Milan? Oh wait, oh you wouldn't know, would you?
1: Yeah, Tim's obviously a, a famous. He's he's not a famous Arsenal fan, but. Well, I, guess games, I guess in his so way he is. Yeah, <laughs> And uh, I think these came from a, a certain Tottenham supporter. Mm. And obviously mm-hmm. Tottenham uh, beat the arse at so the So yeah, we, we
0: would have put those tough questions to him, but he's not here, so bad luck. Um, it's been an interesting issue so far. We're actually working on, uh, we're obviously working issue ahead. Issue 99 is on shelves right now. We'll go we get to that in a minute and we'll do the usual pimpage. You can spin on if you've already got a copy, you know what's in it. You probably have got a copy. You if you have you're mad,
1: right? Yeah, yeah you, you're crazy. You're not you're weak if you haven't got one. And
0: one. we'll do the usual business, you know what you've been playing, uh pimping the mag, reader questions, and a possible revelation about Mr. Loggerman.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot you told us. Right? Yeah. So what have you been playing, mate? Um so I've been playing I've been going old school, I've been playing Hexic. But not the Hexic you know. Oh here he goes. I've been playing a bit of Hexic Rush. So you got yourself a new phone. So um Ooh. If you did pick up issue ninety-nine and you happened mysteriously to read my achievement page, I don't know if anyone does read my achievement page. Yeah, they um, read it. People of it. But if they did, uh, they'll know that I was uh, I-, I was caught in a in a bit of a pickle. I didn't know whether to go for an iPhone or a Windows Phone Seven. Of course, Windows Phone Seven had achievements, so I went for the Windows Phone yeah. Seven. <laughs> that wasn't the only reason. I just thought it'd be nice to have something a bit different from the from everyone else. And uh, it was quite a bit cheaper as well. And I'm loving it so far. And I'm getting achievements. And I've got Hexic Rush. And it's absolutely brilliant when you're sitting on the train, just sitting down playing Hexic.
0: Yeah, Hexic's one of the great puzzle games, man. It's made by the guy who invented Tetris. And, and you know, everyone sort of considers the Tetris the better game. But Hexic is a really like, clever, slow-paced puzzle game. And it's absolutely perfect for a portable format. Unfortunately, Microsoft's completely locked down the rights to that game. So... The only way you can play it is on Microsoft platforms. And that means it's never going to appear on iPhone. Which so, sucks. Uh, yeah. so
1: It's like the one game that you really want to get on phone, right, Mike? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's it's really good for, for trips because I um, get the train into work and back. It's about 25 minutes each way and, and just sit down and whip it out <laughs> and uh, <laughs> make some colors. And uh, I got three black... No, I got... I almost got three Black Pearls. Before I played it on my phone, I'd never got a single Black Pearl. And I was one star away from three Black Pearls. But you get oh, enough
0: of them Black Pearls, you can give your girlfriend a Pearl necklace.
2: There's uh, so many potential euthanasms swinging
1: around here. I have a wife. It's the same difference, Matt. To be honest, I mean, the phone's very swish. The, the actual battery life of the handset is really bad. Um, some of the games are very overpriced. I'm not paying seven pound fifty to play Guitar Hero. Seven pound fifty. Yeah, Jeez. and like there's an Assassin's Creed game that's like five fifty that I think's only a couple of quid on an iPhone. So uh, yeah, it's a bit of a con if you want the achievements for some games, but there's some decent titles on there already. You get another puzzle game called Flowers with a Z, oh. but it's free and you can still get up to two hundred points. But they're really really tough these achievements so far. Um, yeah, I'm really liking it, and I get to play Hexic on the move. What
0: else can you do with your Windows mobile
1: phone? Uh, I can take pictures. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I can I can switch it up and down and like go through the menu. Yeah, like it's got that. that active panel wash, thing, right? Wash. It's actually it is a super slick phone. It's the first it's legitimate nice.
0: iPhone contender in a long
1: time. Um, my last phone, I didn't actually have the internet on it. So it means when I'm out in Bristol and Liverpool playing, I'm like, oh, what's the score? I can just that changed have my life.
0: Like- having a, having a mo- like the internet with me wherever I go completely changed my life. Gone were the days when you have to print out a map every time you go to London yeah. to get yourself to the venue. You just, you just you know, your phone finds it for you. It's turned us into a nation of complete fools though because nobody can get anywhere without the aid of an electronic device anymore See, so if you what ask kind of your dad me. If you ask your dad how to get from like one side of the city to the other he'd be like oh you want to take the m whatever mm-hmm. and you want to take this road and then turn right at this hill and then and i know i don't know that i just look at the little square
2: hitchhiker's light guide to the galaxy and, and uh, yeah off you go well nobody wants to hear about me playing quack shot on the snes emulator i'm guessing so uh that's uh, the Donald Duck game, right? It is a Donald Duck game. It's one Quite of the greatest shop. platform games I've ever made. But no, you should tell
0: people about you. What you've been? You haven't had time for games because you've been Christmas shopping, right?
2: I have been <laughs> Christmas shopping. It's all done. That's what happens when you have four nephews in different corners of the country and yeah. you need to get their presents at it in time.
0: Christmas shopping done already?
1: That's <laughs> I barely started. I got my parents. Come, come
2: on, it's November the twenty fourth, and today. I've still
1: not ordered that thing for Lucy though. I was supposed to order a month ago. I'll do it sometime.
0: Uh, yeah, you got to get it on like real quick.
1: Yeah, oh well.
0: So I haven't, I've done a little, a tiny little bit of Christmas shopping, and the thing is, none of us can say what we bought on the podcast except for Gem, because your nephews presumably don't listen to the podcast. No, no,
2: they're not
0: seeing it. Whereas my girlfriend might, and Matt's wife might listen to it. So what have you got Your these little fellas? Uh... There's this little
2: shop I like called Wilkinson's. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> and in fact, funnily enough, uh, non-stick frying pans. To Bristol for that? I, well, I have to go to Bristol. Yeah, because yeah, Bath is open. like
0: the. I've just moved to Bath. Bath is rubbish.
2: It's a terrible place, place for shopping. You cannot
0: find anything. It's better a shopping now <laughs> because they open up a load of brand, brand new shopping complex. And get yourself, <laughs> it's good for clothes and so on.
2: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's
0: no Bath is brilliant if you want, for example, uh, a Japanese. Um, butcher's knife which costs £125 and has like you know a, like some diamond sharpened edge or bullshit or whatever bullshit it's no good if you want a bag of peat,
1: or
2: a tape or measure. Or a mark. tape measure. It's a place or for like, sex and the city types to go around little boutiques and buy lovely little things for huge if, amounts of if money. If you
0: want like some like some jewellery, if Matt wants to give his wife a pearl necklace, <laughs> say the same joke twice because it makes me laugh. <laughs> um, if you want to, if you want like luxury items, if you want yourself a bar of soap, it costs five quid. Yeah. You you have got bath has got you covered. Mm. If you want a tape measure, some nails. Which is what I've been looking for in the last it's day. Anything slightly
2: practical. Nails,
0: um, some coaxial cable. No, you're not. You're not getting that. That's, exactly. that's, that's not happening. So, what, so you had to go to Bristol to go to Wilkinson,
1: not Br- the Bristol not,
2: is just one big Wilkinson display. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> when I think. Buying birthday presents, Wilkinson's doesn't immediately jump to mind. There's but you don't have four, four nephews. I don't. So what did you get him? Because I'm quite yeah. When you got well, that's, that's what know I discovered. Well, when you got how many fun enough. We're can talking about
2: Marvel. Oh, I forgot what the name of Marvel uh, Super superhero squad. Superhero squad. Uh, I would very nearly bought them one of those little cutie Iron Man type things, but then it's very difficult when you've got. They're old boys, so they're kind of five years old. But by the time you're five years old, you feel you're too. Cool for a cuddly, cuddly iron things. man. The only thing things that like should like, get yeah. flashing lights and noise so yes, mainly sort of Lego-ish. Well, not Lego. Legos a brand I can't afford, but. <laughs> Wilkinson's version of Lego. Mega blocks. They, they, do you know what, they, actually? They, they my do my brother, who is the Lego. father of these uh, children, does actually listen to this podcast. So, sorry, Nick, but there we go. That's yeah, kind of what it, The them. thing
0: is, they will be pr- presumably compatible with the, your Lego set as well.
2: Yeah, I imagine so. They've just got grey faces instead of yellow ones. Otherwise, they're kind of bang on Lego figures. But, you know, firemen. And also, fa- and also firemen the, uh, the plastic and
0: is nine-tenths lead. <laughs> So it's like you know you put you put in your mouth and you instantly die. A
1: one tenth asbestos.
0: That's oh. not true. We should say. I mean, uh, if, if, if Mr. Wilkinson's listening, I'm sure that's not true. Mr.
2: Wilkinson's, I love your reasonably priced toiletries. Yeah, Thank see, you.
0: Wilkinson's brilliant. If I wanted some nails right now, I just in Bristol, I just popped to Wilco, yeah. get myself some nails, no problem, problem solved. In in Bath, I have to go and buy m- nails made of
2: solid gold. Bath is just run by snobs who don't like people being able to afford stuff. Right oh,
0: well, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's not a real city, is it? Or is this a tourist town pretending to be a city?
1: Which so it's it's great if you want to eat. So this yeah. so this podcast is great for for those of you who live in Somerset. Yeah. For the rest of the country, <laughs> yeah. you might want to know about some games. So well, no, let's talk about that. Carlisle,
2: though. Let's just like, <laughs> spread it out a bit.
1: So um, so I've, I've been playing Hexit. What have you been playing? Well, I uh, know what you've been playing. But... Yeah, I've been
0: playing loads of Half Life Two. Uh, and half-life episode one and episode two because i kind of got stuck with nothing to play for a very short time because um the games i want to play right now i gotta play online and i don't have any uh any broadband um the perils of moving that's another thing that's bullshit by the way 21st century the internet should be like running water by now Mm. when i move into a place and i got to wait nine days from my internet that simply won't do mr branson That's a lot of porn getting missed. That is a lot of porn getting missed. That's a lot of porn not being downloaded right now. Um, So I was was sitting at home looking at my copy of Hot Pursuit, which is a great game, which I can't play. Well, I I can, but I'm going to play against the computer. I don't want to do that. I want to play with my friends. And by far the best multiplayer game in a very long time. Well, I mean, it would normally be in years, but uh, Battlefield was so good this year. But uh, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, which has got a multiplayer game, which I've been bringing my Xbox to. Well, I should be bringing my memory stick to work so I could uh, mm. play it in play it on the work's uh, work's connection. Because our
1: work connection has been improved, so we can actually play online in the office now. Mm. And you were playing it, to be honest. I. It's the we, ultimate spectator game. So, it was so, a major draw. Yeah, so we just we, had
2: about twenty people <laughs> flocking around our massive telly. I
1: mean, as our readers and listeners know, we. Unless we get, um, like, finished code, um, well, we always get finished code, but unless we get retail code in, we can never review the multiplayer portion along with the single player, um, except for very special circumstances. So for Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, we couldn't actually review the multiplayer Along with the single player, so that's why we have our separate multiplayer reviews. Yeah, and I wasn't too bothered about the multiplayer myself because um, I'm not a big multiplayer fan anyway. Usually, so I was like, I was quite happy for Mike to take the multiplayer review, and he started it, and I was stood behind him. I think Tim went round. Jem, you were sitting there watching. Hoodie might have gone there as well. And I think we stood there for about three hours, yeah, just watching. watching Mike walk through crowds, stab people, get stabbed, get stabbed yeah, by our identical twins. It's fantastic. And my copy of Assassins turned up today. Literally all night long, I'm going to be stabbing people. <laughs> and when I get home through the Trowbridge crowds, I'm going to play some Assassins.
2: <laughs> oh, some
1: real assassins. Predictable joke.
0: So we should explain what this game is. Um, it's, it's like the old college game of Assassin. Some of you might have played it where you're given a target in the real world and your job is to assassinate them and they're given targets that was too. a hot
1: game they yeah. played at uni I, I was never part of it because should we weren't should we cool oh. enough should we, should we explain this for people who don't who haven't had the pleasure of, well, I think no, just I,
0: was I've never played I think I was just doing exactly that <laughs> I before, 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 before I was so rudely interrupted <laughs> Go on, so then, right. you're given like a target of someone across town you're given their contact details their address where they work and so on i often their phone number, and it's up to you to, you know, to assassinate them. Usually, it's like a squirt with a water pistol, or you know, you can you can mark them in some way. Yeah, it's always some some method to assassinate them, and and it's it's really that simple. You go and find them, you take you you assassinate them, and when you do that, you you if they haven't got their contract, you take their contract yeah. as well. And yeah. it's it's that game, but in a computer. When
1: so. I when I was in Durham, we had uh, one weekend. They got the Cambridge University. Like the group who played Assassins to come up and have a big assassination weekend, my friend who I ended up with, living with, she uh, played it for the first year, and um, <laughs> like in the middle of the night, once she had like some guy knocking on her door, he's like, "Oh, I'm from British Gas, I'm here to fix the radiator." So she let him in, and he started
2: oh. to live with the radiator. And then turned around and went, "Bang, you're dead," <laughs> and she was so confused. If it doesn't involve buckets of pig's blood, it's not real proper Assassins. That's what I discovered. It so
0: like. anyway, the game. Which we'll get to now. <laughs> um, it, on fairly small, you know, you get these, these maps which are up to eight people can be on. It's, uh, it's they're fairly small maps, uh, and they're densely populated with AI. And what the game does is it spawns in like you know a dozen doppelgangers as well for every character that's in the game. So if you're you know the 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 sexy courtesan. There's going to be a lot of courtesans in the world. If you're the if you're the harlequin, there's going to be a lot of harlequins in the world. So there's always a lot of people who look like you, and you're given an assassination target across town, and the radar will point you in their direction. The closer you get, the, more, the less specific the radar becomes. So once you're within their general area, this radar become becomes completely blank. Mm-hmm. Now. That means on the early stages, you can pretty much depend on the radar. But in, la- in the later modes on the, of the game, you get to unlock the advanced wanted mode, which gives you a really non-specific radar of all the time. It just points you in the right direction. And after yeah. once you get close, you just have to observe. Now, even when, in the early modes of the game, you really have to observe quite carefully because the whole point is, you know, you got a target, but someone's tracking you. So what you want to be doing is moving across town with the AI... Pretending to be an AI character because if they clock you, and uh, admittedly on the early modes where the radar is really specific, it's actually quite easy. Yeah. Unless you're standing next to someone who looks
1: exactly like you, in which case it's like a 50/50. A 50/50 chance. chance,
0: but you know you can't just stand there forever. You got you got someone to hunt too, so you can sort of trick people into stabbing the wrong person. Mm. In the advanced wanted, that's you know you can just a lot of chances for them to get it wrong. In regular wanted, it's not so easy to get it wrong. Uh, it's not what you think it is, though. It's not a game about running around on rooftops, although you can do that, and sometimes it's worth doing just to clear it, close a gap quickly. It's not a game about sword fighters in the street, it's not a game about leaping through the air and stabbing two dudes at once, it's not Assassin's Creed, it's a much more subtle game, it's a game about walking, basically. And moving with crowds, and pretending to be something you're mm. not. Mm. You have to pretend to be a computer a player all the time, pretend to be an NPC until you get close, and then just break off from the pack very slowly and stab your target as they walk past. And hope you've got it right, because you know what? Maybe you haven't. Maybe yeah. maybe if they're blending into the crowd just right... You've got the wrong one. You've got the wrong you one. You've got the wrong doctor. Wrong and right. there's yeah. nothing better than when you're standing in a group... Because when you stand near AI, the computer, if you let go of the stick, will assume control... Yeah. So you can get up to a group of AI characters who are having a conversation, let go of the stick, and then you'll enter into conversation as well.
1: And you are doing the hand gestures. You'll do the hand gestures,
0: and you'll look exactly like the guy who's facing you. So someone comes along, they see two of you there. Yeah. This one. The one time I was playing, I was standing, there was two identical AI characters who looked exactly <laughs> like me, all standing at a shop. So I was standing there, chatting and chatting, and I had two people on me. Someone came along, stabbed at someone, it was the wrong one, and this other person came along, and I was looking at the two of us, I knew... Straight away, like the this, this, this the one after and he's just, just like watching, and, he, and he's still waiting for one of us to freak out, mm-hmm. like you know, and he's he's waiting for one of us to reveal who it is. And all the while this is going on, I'm not going after my target, so you know you can't stay there forever. But he can in theory. Yeah. But you know, it's a game being done on points, so you wanna you wanna get your stabs in quite quickly. So he's just waiting for that tell, waiting for that tell, but at the same time he's being hunted. Yeah. So you know he can't wait forever as well. So, so I'm, I'm standing there. I'm standing there. He he moves in close, and just as he moves in close, reveals himself, knock him to the ground, and then just walk away.
1: Nice, because you can't kill the person after you, but you can no. stun them. That's
0: the thing. You can never kill. You can only kill
1: the your target, per, the, your target. or, or the an wrong NPC, or, or a wrong, wrong yeah. person. But you can never kill a human player no. that's not your target. And people are probably like, if they haven't been playing it, they're listening to you and they're thinking, well, why don't you just run away? Like this guy's obviously trying to suss out whether it's you or this NPC. Yeah. But you do get points for tricking people into killing yeah, the wrong. The person point as system well.
0: is very clever, and that's that's what makes the game. This point system is amazing because you know I say it's not a game about running around on rooftops, but it does happen. And if you kill a guy on a rooftop in in a fight. Because it's basically it comes down you ch- you end up as a chase because you can't actually fight. So if you if you chase someone across a rooftop, stab them there, you're gonna get a hundred points. Mm-hmm. If you sneak through a crowd and they don't see you coming, kill them, you get five hundred points. So it's w- definitely worth every minute of the time you spend pretending to be someone else to get the kill because it's because w- one good kill is worth five mm-hmm. bad kills. So all the guys who are playing like idiots, and it does happen, you do get into games where there are people who are generally just gonna wreck the game by being idiots. Um, they they score themselves out of the game very quickly. They're they're yeah. on a rooftop. They're conspicuous. And if you're come, going towards someone, um, you have a stealth meter. And the way that works is if you act in if you're in their sight and you act like a dick, you will be flagged up to them. So if I run in their sight, it will the, the stealth yeah, meter no, will no. drop very quickly and I'll be it become obvious I'm there. Yeah. And I mean, if I'm acting. A dick, anyway, in, in subtle ways, they got to spot that with their eyes. Yeah. If I act like a dick in extroverted exactly, yeah. ways, you know, overt dickery, <laughs> they it'll be flagged up on their screen, and, and just, they're given an the opportunity to run. Then you coined a good phrase there. Thanks very no. much. Well, they, they at that point they get to run away, and then that's when the whole Assassin's Creed thing mm. kicks in. You know, the whole parkour thing—you run up a building, get across a rooftop, jump into a haystack. If you're hiding,
1: you can run through doors, and they can snap shut. And let me tell um, you, man, there's nothing
0: better than when someone's hunting you. And you see a someone who looks just like you. So you jump into a bale of hay yeah. next to them, and they walk up, stab the wrong person.
1: You just pop out well, the that's hay, what, um, do a little run, a little wrapper lap around them, walk off. Uh, that's what um, Andy Hartup did, he, a fellow Assassin's Creed fan who works on PSM three, our sister mag. He uh, he found a hay bale right next to a bench with someone who looked exactly the same as him sitting right at the edge. So he hopped in the hay bale. The guy came and was like. Ah, it's this dude on the bench yeah, no stab. <laughs> Obviously, wrong person, fail contract, and then Andy could just hop out and stroll away. It's just the most rewarding
0: game. It's the most it's just the most fun. You can play it over and over. There are team-based modes. There's like a a four-on-four <laughs> mode where you have to. It, one team takes the role of the hunter, the other takes the role of mm. hunted. So you get points for hiding if you're being yeah. hunted, and you get points for killing if you're the hunter. And then at the end, you swap sides. And then there's also a, p- a mode where you know two of you are sent into the world. It's mm. it's two on two on two, and you have to one you know you have to watch each other's backs and protect one another. But- it's a
2: great setup. But didn't you think one thing? I thought uh, watching the action is that it's just the starting point. That's like square one. I think future iterations as Assassins goes on, there's so much more. Well, you this can is games made by the team behind more settings.
0: This game's made by the team behind Splinter Cell, and Pandora Tomorrow was very much that mm. that first start. And then when mm. when they made Chaos Theory, they perfected it. It was perfect. They couldn't make Chaos Theory any better than it was. They really couldn't. They could have possibly made some better maps, but it was as good as that mode was, I think ever was going to get. And of course, when Double Agent came along, they they made the awful version of Spies vs. Mercs for that, which was, which, which was really bad. But these guys are just the best at this kind of thing. They masters. absolutely excel at multiplayer design, mm. and it's because they test stuff to death. Mm. They absolutely test it to death, and it shows. Every part of the game shows. You know, it's obvious that one day they were like, well... I'm going to go stand on this rooftop. You know, one of their AI, one of their, one of their testers was like, "I'm just going to stand on the rooftop, yeah. and then I'll be fine." And someone was like, "Well, how do we deter people from doing that?" So they really thought about the scoring yeah, system, and mm-hmm. they really thought about all these different things which would work really well, and created a game which absolutely works within yeah. the fiction. I mean, right
1: now, I would say, like, I mean, it's great to watch. It's a game made of so many moments, and a game made of like so few bad moments. Like even when you die, half the time it's kind of fun. You're like, "I knew that person was after yeah. me." It's like whether or not they are. Um, and obviously, if someone like jumps right into your target, jumps right down in front of you, you can just stab them straight away without them even guessing. But I would say one of the few things that they could do. Is perhaps make some of the NPCs act a little bit more like humans. Because nice if, if someone's if on the rooftop, again, you know that that person is a human player. Yeah,
0: it'd be nice if every now and again an NPC did something stupid, like mm. freaked out, sprinted across town for no yeah. reason. And if that if that happened, you'd really be like, God, how, how can I tell now? Yeah. You know? But and then I wonder if like that would that would also maybe spoil it that you know that it's it's finding the chaos in Maybe. the order is always
2: the giveaway I you know? suppose there will be just right, more variables though the option to do things like that yeah. to add things like that I
1: suppose as it is right now it's kind of idiot proof in so much as that the the people who are pratting about are very quickly outed. Like you've got to play it the right way yeah. if, if you had that well I, Advanced
0: Wanted unlocks at level twelve and that's where you want to be rushing towards as fast as possible. Mm. Get, once you get there, it's on advanced wanted. And you go from games being like, you know, seven thousand points in the lead, you know, six thousand points in second place, uh, to games where you're getting like two thousand point wins and stuff, you know, yeah. and, and with fifteen hundred point wins just because the radar is like it goes from the radar normally points to the area and then goes completely blank when you're about two meters away from your target. Mm-hmm. So, it's, unless there's two characters who look exactly the same standing there, you would kind of know who it is. But with advanced wanted, it goes to like a ten meter radius, yeah. so all around you, ten meters in all directions. It could be anyone within that catchment area. Like Jesus, it could be on the other side of a building. Yeah. Areas that that big. It becomes a very different game at that point.
2: Things. I mean, I actually heard people in the office naming No Names say that they just haven't got time to actually get into Brotherhood, the single player, and actually play it through, but they want it for the multiplayer. Yeah. And I can just see in a number of years, say they've completed the whole Assassin's Creed story, mm-hmm. they've kind of got through, and it's just been an established franchise for a long time. I can imagine a standalone release, which will be the multiplayer in different well, time periods, different places. It's like
0: we were saying, man, that game, they should release it on live arcade and mm-hmm. make it compatible with the disc version. And they should have done exactly the same as that with Battlefield Multiplayer. And they should have done exactly the same as that with um, Spies vs. Merc and and Bioshock Multiplayer. These, like, make it compatible with the disc-based version of the game. But if people... There are plenty of people who just want to play Multiplayer. Mm. And maybe they're not going to buy the whole game for the Multiplayer mode. But maybe they'll spend 1,200 points on it. Mm. Uh, Yeah, that's 10 quid. That's a quarter of what you would get from the full price disc release. And it could open up a whole new audience. Certainly games like Spies vs. Mercs, if you brought that back at 1,200 points, there's there's an audience for that, for sure.
2: But also, Uh, just imagine if you could swap between, you know, you play a few rounds of the game as it is now, and you think, all right, I want to play it in, you know, Second World War Turin or something, and you've got, you know, people walking around in, in Second World War Army gear And stuff like that, and now I want to be in 10th century That'd Japan cool. and yeah. things like that. Cool. And it would just be, it'd be like different tracks in a racing game yeah. or something. Let's have a go at that one, at right? a point. You just, at that point, you sort of, you're looking
0: at, at building a lot of different assets. So yeah. At the moment, you can recycle a lot of assets, but yeah. when you've got different time periods, you're building a lot of fresh assets for everyone. Talk, talk. But
2: exactly, yeah. But I think that that's you know, we're talking about in a few years' time, I think. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I was actually
0: talking to one of the guys who works on Bioshock um, Minerva's Den DLC, which is amazing. And I said, you know, it would not have been the best thing to reset? It's like you know, it's its own thing. So we'd love to, but with the case of that game we use so many assets from the mm, from the main fantastic. game you know it, it's it, it, the Microsoft you know, Microsoft size limits on live arcade are just too small at the moment
1: so talking about reskinning things um, you were saying drop a World War Two theme on it and things like that Mike you've been playing so much stay in the office and I've been playing at home uh, a few days ago that has a lot of uh, custom yes. options, a lot of reskinning options. And it's probably one of the best XBLA re- releases of the year. That's been almost in December now, I think we can say that with yeah. some certainty.
0: It says Pac-Man Championship Edition DX. Oh man, Pac-Man Championship Edition DX. It's
1: good. It's really good.
0: <laughs> the DX stands for awesome. It's, um, <laughs> it's, the, it's the, the Pac-Man Championship Edition was already brilliant. Pac-Man DX has almost got too much stuff. There's almost too many ways to play. It yeah, just, it just keeps on giving and giving and giving and giving. Um, the basic mode is Championship 2, which is Pac-Man in a world where all the ghosts are asleep and they wake up when you go past them. Mm. So the idea is you go and wake up a big string of ghosts, collect a power pill, Turn and then munch a lot of yeah. them. And we're not talking like, you know, four or five ghosts. We're talking like dozens of yeah. them, all in a big line chasing you around. It's like Snake with Pac Man. They're all chasing around behind you, getting longer and longer and longer. And because they, they trail right on your ass. So they're always going to be on your tail. And you'll have a few, a couple which are like wild cards trying to intercept. Yeah. So you got these guys are always on your tail, always right there. And so when you see, you can't, you're stopping to take tight turns after a while. Because if you have to double back on yourself, mm-hmm. you're going to run into a big line of ghosts. It's just so clever it's the, mo- it's the most fun you could it's the, f- it's the most fun idea yeah. and it's the simplest idea and you wonder it's one of those things again it's like you slap yourself for not thinking yeah, at first like, you know it's, it's such, a, cool, such a
1: great idea Patman man still after all these years is mm. can be fresh and, and so they've year added years. they've added
0: a couple of things like they've when you're about to get munched it goes into slow mo yeah. and you sit there and you think oh, who wants that that just makes it too easy right but no the way the game works now that's absolutely perfect for Pac- it wouldn't work for Pac-Man Championship Edition, but for DX it works perfectly because there's so many times when you the game gets so fast, yeah. so yeah. so fast. You get you find yourself missing turns and yeah. missing moments, so you get this this brief second where you're going. I mean, sometimes it's even half a second where you're about to run into something stupid and you yeah. know you could have missed it. You get a chance to correct it. Yeah, and was, so that's
2: automatic, is it? Because I was watching you play. You oh, yeah. It always and I was walking, in.
0: every time you're going, you're, you're in danger. Die. I was wondering whether
2: like you picked up that ability and it was like a, a no, manual. No, it, it kicks
0: thing. in. The bombs are manual, oh. and bombs again are like this get gel free card where you, you get three of them before you start on hard mode. You get three of them before you start, and then. It will get you out of a really sticky yeah. situation. So you got... That's the basic game. That's Championship <laughs> 2. Then you've got Highway, which is champion, which is like that, but on these crazy huge maps. Yeah. There's, I think in total it's like 10 different modes. I didn't even it's, stop to count insane. them. And you just, you just keep unlocking them. And then in, within each of those modes, there will be like a further 10 different ways yeah. to play. So you've got the regular different score attack. Tiles. You'll get a challenge, which is how many ghosts can you munch all in one big go. And there's another one which is like different time trial modes, yep. and it's ten different tra- time trials, all of which build towards one super time yep. trial. It's insane, and then there's you can so choose to it.
1: what pac Man you play, what skins you put on, what yep. type of goes. Yeah, so e-
0: each mode has a different skin, but you can apply any of those skins to any other mode you, can you mix want
1: and match the skins. Yeah, to take, change the color, and, one and one then, then you
0: can change the colors as well. This is all little things, but man, this is uh it's the most is, comprehensive. It's the Batman best, and it's the best yeah. score attack game on Live Arcade. It's, it's, yeah. it's beaten Geometry Wars but there's a couple of problems like and they're big problems one is like you know, the thing, cool thing that Geometry Wars did was it had your high scores were always there on the screen and in the top right corner of the screen was it would take the score from your friends list and it would be the next one the next one highest up. score was always there so, it's so, like, you, so you could be pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and you're like oh god if I can just survive 10 more seconds I know I can get ahead of yeah, It's like
1: yeah, yeah so I've, I've beaten yeah, like, Mike and then it's like now Tim's of course in the it, in this crazy universe, <laughs> Tim, Tim has a higher score. Games, yeah, we all know that's not true. Yeah, because like, say I just edge my Like, oh yes, I've done it, and then immediately and that score is replaced by the next so person. Because well,
0: you could see like the, all of the scores that were around you on the yeah. on the main menu, and then you could pop a leaderboard to get more detail. Yeah. None of that for Pac-Man. There's no leaderboard on the main menu. And when you pull up the leaderboard, it takes, you takes got go go to go two one. pages to get to your friend's leaderboard, which is obviously the one you care about. Yeah. I mean, who cares about the global ranking? Unless you're mm. unless you're in the top ten on the global ranking, you don't care. No. So you go to your friend's ranking. That's two clicks away. And when you get to it, it doesn't show your score. No. Mm. It only shows your friend's score. So it doesn't show your position on the friend's leaderboard. It only shows that on the, your score on the global leaderboard. This is mad. Namco need to patch it. Yeah. I know they're not listening to this podcast in Japan. But if they were, they should patch that.
1: It reminds me, I've actually just been playing Mage HD on my iPad. because I was doing a review for um, for Games Master. And that's that's like the club, but in first person and on rails. Hmm. It's all about score attacks. You hit targets, you get headshots and stuff for better scores. There's no leaderboards. There's not even a local leaderboard to see how you... Do, did against your previous effort yeah what's the point excuse well, my Bruce, no how n- does
2: that work on an ipad because I've never actually seen a shooter on an ipad uh,
1: yeah. so you, your finger isn't the cursor but it's like a mouse it's like a trackpad it works yeah. like the doom so, game
0: they um right with the shaders Yes, yes. You, so you, you, tilt, f- you tilt the con- thing? you don't
1: have to you, you can have tilt controls i just use touch controls so yeah. like a the whole screen's like a touchpad so at the bottom it, it's an accelerated one so if I move my finger to the left by a centimetre yeah. the cursor will move by like five centimetres yeah. and then you, just you need to cut button. your nails, pellet. Right. I do. Yeah, Matt's great, like doing the gestures on the, on the table in front of us,
0: and his nails <laughs> that, like, look like you know, Roald Dahl's witches. <laughs> yes. Yeah, in a movie with Angelica oh, Houston? I always wonder why
2: pellet always wears gloves every day. Yeah, and it's that's like,
0: a you know, wig as well. He's got some Freddy Krueger shit going on. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, like Matt was saying that they there's l- everyone's got a different solution for t- for pad controls. Some people favour tilt, some people favour like the virtual sticks. Mm. I don't think any of it works. No, video no. games need buttons. It do. You need that. Ta- you need that tactical feedback. Yeah, tactile feedback. I mean, some games unless
2: it's Broken Sword or something. Fine. Yeah, that, exactly. Some games yeah. work beautifully. Yeah. That's, what, Choo-choo that's Choo-choo the only reason I asked. I was just thinking, you know. Yeah. Two
0: no. rockets faultless on the iPad. You but know? otherwise,
1: Mike's right. Um, games need buttons unless you're playing Connect Sports. Ah. <laughs> Ah, see what I did there. No, clever link. Yeah, uh, connect.
2: Did we talk about it last podcast?
1: Yeah, it was the entire podcast. Was I connected. was going to say. Oh, yeah, let's not talk about Connect again
2: then. We, we, it's <laughs> this thing where you wave at the screen and uh, everything becomes a, futuristic. We've got some Chateau uh, Connect games in this one. Yeah, week, right? so, I
1: mean, that's the thing. We've got some new games in. We've been playing some new Tell games. Tell
0: about that Deca Sports bullshit. <sighs> that's, the, that's, 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 like, that's the one of the worst games
1: of all time, right? It really is. It's it's basically a port. It's all- motion sports it's called yeah. so it's called uh, sports island freedom
2: all motion- right, uh, Mo- that's it. well that's two
1: separate <laughs> games motion really. sports is the ubisoft one sports island freedom is the hudson one which, which is a is port
0: of- which, is oh, sports, which is
1: a port of a that's wii game it's got a wii menu basically <laughs> like the menu system isn't designed for connect to the point where it doesn't even show you like where you're pointing there are just buttons and you have to hold your hand up and hope that you press in a button Brilliant. and like just wave your arm about until you're activating something And there are 10 sports... And uh, I can't reveal the score because uh, it won't be in because
2: they are going to buy issue 100 just to know that yeah so. because
1: it's in our 100th issue we saved the review for yeah, issue yeah we're working 100. on that right now but don't let that put you off getting issue 99 which is on shelves right now um, really? and yeah it's a low one maybe not quite as low as one in 99 but it's low
2: things it's always there's always going to be somebody who's going to get in there and make a bit of cash as soon as possible and you know yeah. it's going to sell as well yeah well
0: we're we're probably I reckon at the moment we're about six seven months away from being. You know, the Xbox being the home of shit (laughs) in the same way the Wii is right now. But it was six months from now. Is a very good thing The Wii's going to be, I think, pretty much over. So if you look at the Wii's lineup this Christmas, it's seriously soft, you know. The Nintendo, been, I think, are quite happily given away this Christmas to yeah. Microsoft and Sony. Next year, it's
1: the 3DS. It's all about the 3DS. I, think, I think there are about 14 confirmed games for next it's, year for Wii. It's,
0: yeah, if you look at the Wii's launch lineup, and the Wii's a funny thing, actually. I was chatting to Matt Castle on Endgame about this the other day, you know. The... Um, the Wii doesn't show the usual signs of being a dying console it shows some of them but not all of them normally by this point you've got developers talking about the next platform that's one of the first signs the game's drying up that's one of the first signs and the game's drying up has happened but nobody's talking about the next platform and I think it's because like Nintendo have treated the Wii so differently to any other console the Wii is like isn't like a games machine which you pack away when a new machine comes out Mm -hmm. the Wii is a machine they, they fully expect to be on shelves and in living rooms, like, five years from yeah. now. It's um because, of, like, you know, they're still advertising Mario Kart. And they're still advertising games which came out two years ago. For and the they're Wii. still selling. And
2: they're still hitting the charts, man. They're still <laughs> charting. And somewhere there, right in the middle of it all, is is something tantamount to a GameCube. that's still functioning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You it's just st- think, Jesus. It's
0: still going. It's still alive. Like, they, 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 they've the done some amazing stuff. And consoles. because of that, if you, like, look at the Wii... Doesn't look like it's wrapping up, but that's just because the games they're still marketing are like old games. Yeah. And you got Donkey Kong Country, and it's a fun game and so on, but if you look at Wii the Wii's lineup for next year, apart from Zelda, there's pretty much nothing that any real any no. game player is gonna wanna grab. Um So rush, rushing into next year, you've got this point where all these people are making the old Chateau Wii games. They need somewhere to run, my friend. Yeah. And where are they gonna run? Connect. Yeah, they're gonna to run, to, they're going to run I towards. I mean, Kinect. make no mistake. Moves Their gonna, arms
1: wide open. Moves gonna get some Their shots as Legs are well. a bit wide open as well. I, I think moves gonna suffer in a similar sort of way, but I think Connect is gonna have the brunt well, of the. Moves done really well in Japan
0: compared to Connect. Anyway, it's done really well in Japan, whereas Connects mopped the floor with Move over here. So you'll yeah. get probably a lot of Japanese-made shadow games for Move, and uh, a lot of Western-made shadow games for Connect.
2: But that's the thing, as you say, in six months there will be a lot of crap washed up on Connect. Yeah. Mm but i mean there is already but it's going to really start but that's the happening thing, but there there's going to be some gold amongst the crap yeah we've whereas been, by that point on we're launch we all kinds of other exactly, stuff whereas on yeah. launch there wasn't a lot really in terms two of games, gold two games exactly. two games worth buying that's but I said, it that's it it's not gold is it it's silver so, you know, sort of silvery.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so far we got two uh,
1: G- gold coins, the gold foil
2: chocolate <laughs> yeah, coins. It's, it's chocolate gold coins. That's what it yeah, is. But, at but
0: in pretty soon you unwrap those chocolate coins and inside it won't be chocolate. It'll be shit. <laughs> <laughs> it, it'll just be it'll just be shit. There's there's gonna be. Instead it said
1: that gold foil it'll be shit.
0: There, and,
2: hey, who's gonna be reviewing those games? Uh, there's, oh.
0: there's gonna be more shit on Connect than there is.
2: In like
1: an ocean of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you mean our uh, our toilets in Xbox uh, Tower <laughs> towers? Yeah, the old
2: excellent. Is there another excellent link going on that? I'm that's that's what there. I was. That, that, yeah, that's what
0: you're hurtling painfully towards. So I've got this theory about <laughs> about the logger man. Now, again, we, we we sort of have various suspicions about who it might be, but that's not what this is about. This is about motives, because you know what? Like Hercule Poirot, you got to look for the motive. That's how you find the, the, the <laughs> you know the the, the culprit. And you, you've
1: narrowed down where he lives. Is that right? Well,
0: I think he's, he's definitely <laughs> a bath. He's definitely a bath resident. Well, you know, because when well, we knew that anyway, because of the hour of the day yeah, in, which, in which he would defecate. But I, I, I think he lives on a second floor flat.
2: <laughs> so this is this is hot, right? This is good. This is this is some detective work. I think actually it's more to do with, with the actual uh, geology. Yeah,
1: I, I was on a first floor flat, and I, I would have. No, no, had no
0: the th- same th- let me, me explain it before you guys start picking holes in the. <laughs> thing um we got we got this guy who comes in it's for people who are only for listening for the first time wrecks the toilet he sits down empty the world falls out of his arse destroys the toilet stands up he looks around sees what he's done in the bowl goes that's brilliant that'll dry in the sun that will walks on out done problem solved he's like no, no wiping just off
1: Don't, no flushing no, I tell you that. I'm sure he goes into the other cubicle to wipe
2: <laughs> and that's when he destroys a whole forest of uh, I'm sure that's what
1: happens so he leaves paper. his piece of art maybe he just
0: stands under the hand dryer with legs akimbo. Kimbo <laughs> Just uh, just dries out and chips it off so Anyway, that's the logger man Tell us about who he like- I reckon he lives on a first or second floor flat Because I've just moved into a flat which is, which is like up in the air And we've got a really weird thing going on with our toilet It uses a special pump To get the to bring the water Because bath's a really weird place There's certain things you can and can't do to like the toilets here you're raising your eyebrows this is true there's certain things you can and can't do to flats in bath you can't for example yeah, just go and install yeah. your own phone line can't just drill a hole in the wall. you're yeah. not allowed and one of the things you, in certain houses you won't be able to install certain you know the ways you would get water up and down for you know the, the, the say the third floor flat to get water up to pump this flush of the toilet so because of that we have a pump on our toilet so you pull the flush and it just flushes as normal and then this pump kicks in and goes ah <laughs> ah, ah, and then and you're like, "Oh Jesus Christ, what's happening?" You start freaking out, but no, just turns out it's the pump
1: dragging water up the <laughs> you building. You killed the kid in the toilet.
0: It's so loud, and I was sitting on the toilet last night, marking my territory in my new flat. And I, I was laying some small legs the way I do. I've got a very healthy bowel.
2: You're listening and, to and the Xbox World. And I, I was sitting case. there
0: enjoying myself, playing a little bit of Peace Walker on PSP. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the toilet the pump and we went. Argh! It's like, gee, it just, it just randomly, inexplicably, whenever it feels like it, just pumps. <laughs> but be, but what it made me realise when I flushed the toilet, it didn't take all of the paper away. it Took the poo, just fine, but it didn't take all of the paper. And it
2: dun, made
0: me, it, it me realise that, that it's not actually man enough to handle big poos. And who do we know does big poos? Mr. L Mr. Loggerman, right? Logger so I'm thinking he is just uh, this guy, so
1: he does it work out of desperation, out, not out, out of necessity, necessity. Yeah, 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 he does it, uh, he
2: is more to be pitted he, than he, do, t- he t- does t- it
1: at work <laughs> because he can't he physically <laughs> can't Can you must imagine understand him. This poor man. Can you imagine the guy like Monday morning or weekend? He's, he's, backed been, <laughs> he's backed up. <laughs> to he's backed up he's been like, ready to blow. <laughs> yeah now he you see, so should I nip out to the river? Should, no, what yeah. should I do? Just just hang like, his bum over the rail. Right. <laughs> I get to work in three hours. Or, wait, I can I can. I mean, tit-lutes. if I had
0: this problem, I would rather than destroying the toilets at work, I would probably change my diet. <laughs> but I mean, even then, even if that's true, is there's no excuse for not flushing. No. Uh, and there's no excuse for the pebble dashery does to the, the, the toilet. <laughs> I mean, but anyway, you guys feel free pick pick holes in in the the. Evidence. Yeah, I hate gathered. to ruin
2: the theory, but I, I live on the fourth floor up a hill in Bath, and we have an amazing flush uh, and a really strong shower. But well, that, that doesn't mean that doesn't
0: that doesn't disprove my thing. That's just the, you know, it doesn't. That's, there's no there's no proof against there because he, he might live in a flat much like mine where he's got yeah. that. That's the,
2: I think if you're if you're lower down, I'm up right on the top of a hill. I think the water pressure gets worse. See uh, down, down the base. See,
0: my my theory is actually quite generous to Mr. Loggerman. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's quite nice. It suggests that maybe his toilet it's, is deficient in some yeah, way. It's Understanding
2: the nature of the beast. He's
0: understanding the nature of the beast. Whereas, if you're if you're right and he's got if he's not that much like yours, then he's got no no excuse. There's no excuse. An enemy of mankind. He's just coming in like a sociopath (laughs) and shitting his guts out at lunchtime when people are. He he creeps in. It's it's, it's a foggy day. It's like the phantom raspberry blower. It's it's a foggy day. He sneaks in, sits down. Done. Dun, right. Dun, stands dun. up. Drops trousers. We should be. We should be glad he even drops his trousers. To be honest, there's the speed at which he's in and out. Oh well. Right.
1: The new Ooh. issue, Matt. We got. A I new see issue. you brandishing it there. So
0: it's issue 99. Beautiful.
1: It's uh, on shelves now. Uh, if you go into the shops. Wait.
0: Wait a minute. Let me look. L- at it. Let me look at this cover.
2: Hey. Oh, oh. Before wow.
1: that. If, if you want to see it, uh, if you go into shops, it's got a big old picture of Batman in uh, on the bag. It's all black. Um, with some Xbox World green shining out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's got, go, it's got go a, a, it. It's
0: got a barrel on the cover. Um, so what you got in this magazine we've got is well, a on beauty. The What's on
1: the cover? Yeah, you the, yeah once you open the
0: bag up, you get this cover, which, listen, listen to that. Oh, that's, that's the sound of a matte cover. That's Not, the sound
1: of a spot varnish
0: cover. Oh, look at spot varnish. So we've got a blindfolded man on the cover, um, and he's got the, the, North, the North Korean star on the, the middle of his yeah. face. It's home front. Do you think that game around home front cover? Do you think Spot there's any danger in
1: front? of that game getting delayed with what's going on in Korea? Like if they start throwing some nuclear bombs mm-hmm. about, <laughs> which well, they're we, threatened. Well, they, we don't Surely. believe they have the capability just yet.
2: No, they've
0: got an enrichment facility,
1: and they they've got. They're, they're, I think they've been testing their delivery system this week. Have they not? Much like Mr. L. Is there is there any <laughs> danger of home front being delayed, do we think? Do we think it's safe? Just on sensitivity grounds. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, back in the Dreamcast days, um, there was a game was supposed to come out called Propeller Arena. Uh, it was due to come out late 2001 or early 2002, and they decided to delay... supposed to check, late 2001. They decided to delay into 2002 after the events of September 11th in that year. And then I think they were, they were, they were all probably quietly... You know grateful that they didn't have to release the game at all in the end because it gave them it gave them they were able to cancel the game without losing face yeah. Arena is a good game, but Dreamcast was kind of very much yeah. dead by that point and they were looking for a they reason not nice to release sales. it at all um yeah is a fun game you can actually get off of the internet these days it's 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 out there you know um would they delay it if if they, if 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 something bad kicked off yes as it stands, I think the game's going to be just fine. So we covered, we put Homefront on the cover this month, not because um, it was a great excuse to do a lovely spot varnished matte cover, but because we played it and it's brilliant.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really good.
0: And I mean, what do we expect? We expect it's the Call of Duty ripoff, right? Another, yet another Call yeah. of Duty ripoff, and yet another Medal of Honor style Chateau Call of Duty remake. Um, that's not what this is. This takes m- more cues from Half Life, if anything. Mm. Um, you can read all about it in this issue. You can read about the, the world of Homefront and the, my hands-on with it.
1: Because you played it, and then Tim and I watched a separate playthrough. Yeah. Uh, I, I was getting very strong a Children of Men vibes. It's a depressing world. Yeah,
0: it's very much like, well, you know, half. Children of Men is Half-Life the movie, you know? Uh, it's very much just like it's a world based entirely on human suffering. There's a lot of misery on those streets. Uh, and, you know, they, they show you enough in the first ten minutes of the game to make you feel like you know there's a reason for actually fighting mm. you know that's that's the trick and there's so much of that all the way through the game there's a lot of talk there's a lot of chat there's a lot of uh, times when you'll just be walking around quiet areas it's not like Call of Duty where it's just rush 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 bang 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 this is a game more like half-life where every now and again you'll take your time you'll sort of stand still you'll look at the world you'll you'll have a chat with someone who tells you more about the world you'll see like gardens that people have planted you know which will, will mean I mean like when later in the game, when someone bombs that, you'll be you'll be pissed off, you know. Mm. That's and that's what the game's about. That's what makes it interesting. That's what makes it different. Make no mistake, when you actually get into combat, it's it's very Call of Duty like. Yeah. Should but we- uh oh, one thing that's different to Call of Duty is that your teammates can actually shoot straight. <laughs> like they they will actually kill things for you. Brilliant. Should we uh, do the quick run through the issue then? I yeah,
2: we're the first with the. uh yeah, so the actual uh, impressions proper first genuine connect Kinect reviews. With Kinect.
1: Yeah. So, so we kick off uh, we've got a big old feature on Connect. Uh, we got it in. Uh, we got lots of games in. Tell all your
2: elderly relatives who've all just got Connect and they want to know what all <laughs> the most cuddly games are. So are so all in Xbox World Issue 19. Yeah, we've
1: rated all the launch titles for Connect. Um we see. I, I, I'm sitting here thinking I can do this in my in a new way rather than just Tim saying oh, we've got a bit of this. <laughs> uh, we preview test drive a Dead Space and fifth read. It's very <coughs> tough not to do a, that. A actually. couple of weeks ago,
0: we turned the preview of the issue into the entire podcast, didn't we? We, we just did. Chatted about stuff that as quite, we that kind of worked. Yeah.
1: So I mean, we've got some, a, a few big, big previews this issue. Test drive, which Mike. Yeah, that was, was a six hour of. hands on with the game. Um, so nobody is in a better position to talk about test drive than than Mike. And therefore yeah, after hundred hours
0: of the first game and six hours of the sequel, and I,
1: I, I, I'll tell you, You're I'll tell really you some shit about Test Drive, man. I can tell you some stuff about Test Drive. We've got some new info of the new Operation Flashpoint. We've got ten things that you need to know about Gears of War Three. Heavily
0: um, multiplayer slanted that as well. Heavy slant towards the multiplayer stuff that maybe
1: you didn't know about. Yeah, we've got some uh, new info on Bulletstorm, which will be an absolute stunner when Strong. it comes out next year. Uh, and we've got a massive, massive feature on uh, comic book games. Um, comic book nice games eyes. and game comic books. And, yeah, and uh, There's just so, so much games. coming out
2: next year. Um, it's, it's ridiculous.
1: Pop quiz, uh, the front cover of our comic book section uh, is issue 2, January 2011. Anyone who, well, not anyone, the first person who can tell us why that is will get yeah, why? Surprised. Why is it issue 2? What was issue 1? They'll get a prize from our boxo chat Yeah, mail, mail, mail to the usual letterbox address: xbw Um So in there, obviously, Batman Arkham City is, is the lead preview, but we've got loads. Every Oh versus comic Capcom game 3, X Men Destiny. There. Oh no, Captain America! <laughs> oh god, Thor!
0: Oh, oh come oh, on, no, Green Lantern!
2: No, but, oh no, Green Lantern, definitely. But wait, Thor, wait a second! Wait wait, 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 wait!
0: The Thor game is going to be terrible. It's yeah.
2: yeah, I know, but I'm, it's the film I'm talking about. To be oh, honest. we're talking I'm, about the game. I can't uh, wait uh, to see wait a the second, film. Spin and back. fingers crossed. No you know, mention of if... the
0: film there. None at all.
1: Lots of mentions of the game. And the game's going
2: to be... Oh, I fun. wrote it.
1: <laughs> we uh, we chat to um, Anthony Johnston, who is the guy who wrote Dead Space and You're, the Dead Space comic We got we
0: got, we got to stop right now. You're actually excited about the Thor movie?
2: Yeah. How come? Because I've always liked Thor, the actual. Thor is hot, character. but I worry. And Kenneth I, Branagh I, is my favourite director.
0: I, I worry, that Branner can't direct action. He's really bad at action. You're
2: gonna say you're gonna slag off Frankenstein? I, I, I'm, I gonna love slag, that I, I'm gonna movie. slag off. That's Frank- a fantastic. Oh know. I studied Frankenstein. Hang on at a, a second. level, and it's a great movie. Hang on adaptation a second. Of it.
0: Because I thought I was the only one in the world who liked Frankenstein. Oh right, well, there But it's not a good movie. I really like it, but it's not a good movie.
2: I enjoyed it I enjoyed it too as a, as a sort of film graduate I know that's not a great review tell I enjoyed what, it tell Bran- I mean,
0: you oh, Kenneth Branigan's in great shape in that movie
2: well, he's got a bit of a Noel Edmonds thing going on in the film. As far as yeah, the, the little it. little goatee. Yeah. but I don't know when he's moving a camera around. Uh, I'm entertained.
0: Well, you know what? John Favreau directed Iron Man, and that guy can't direct I- action at all. Mm, uh, he got a bit, so he got he got a lot better by Iron Man two. I only got halfway through the first Iron. And of Man, course, X Men was done by Brian Singer, who was a guy who at that point hadn't done any action. That was a good movie as well. There's um there's a good chance Brannigan's Iron Man um. Thor, might I it just, to do I real mean,
2: good. The thing is, there hasn't been a decent trailer or anything. I haven't really been able to get a look at what it's like. But just the designs and everything, it just looks. And it, because it's Thor, because it's it's about that those you know the gods, the Norse gods and everything. Yeah. And the superhero thing, I I think it would really have to be. Thor's a, a fun. It character. would have to be a massive, massive mistake made all the way through if it, it isn't entertaining. Yeah, it's, Thor's a real fun character. What he's working with man. and the talent he's got going on there. I don't see how it can be shit. Mm. I, I honestly don't. It, it you let, be... let
0: Hollywood loose on anything, man, and they, mm. they'll 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 make it bad. They'll they'll take they'll take something that's made of gold It'll be interesting and turn it to shit. So
2: it's as I actually said in the issue. You know, there aren't many video games based on Kenneth Branagh movies. You know, you don't get, you know, Hamlet cart racing or anything like that. So it well, it's, well, it's it's just shows what for a different it. It. it's what yeah. a different thing that it is for him. Mm to be trying Macbeth fighter who knows no. suddenly you, you, it, it might be amazing wow this is what he can do as well so um, so we've got some reviews this issue as well oh that's always handy we've got a
1: <laughs> don't, <laughs> shout, don't shout too loud because a lot of them are a little, a little bit late some but some of them aren't yeah and the reason the ones are late are late is because well we didn't want to review from anything other than finished code
0: yeah we have to i mean this this if, if if you're gonna do what magazines should be doing which is covering stuff in depth you got a review from that full it's, and complete code
1: so we have assassin's Creed brotherhood need for speed hot pursuit I don't, don't worry i'm not don't gonna do, do the list we're <laughs> not gonna do the list i'm just saying like the main one fable three uh a bit of mage bit of a uh, the, the one everyone was waiting for the x factor uh, the new Tony Hawk game, lots and lots and lots Among of reviews. Among those games is the um, it's the joint lowest-scoring game in Xbox World history.
0: Uh, that was fun. You won't be surprised what it is when you see what it is, but right now you probably have never heard of it, so...
1: Yeah.
2: And don't forget we got John Strike's latest oh, joke. Oh, I was, I was leaving that to the end. Oh, well. oh you
1: absolutely... <laughs> in my face. I was going to say the best thing of all, the return of John Strikes' jokes. Well, it seemed
2: to me that you just went straight over it. I thought that show some respect, you know?
1: Yeah, John Strikes back with some more funny jokes. No, (sighs) no, they're not in, they're absolutely not. But I'm sure you'll Uh, enjoy it. A little mini
0: feature on the uh, return of God knows how many Dreamcast games, to live
1: Arcade. And plenty more. It's an absolutely packed issue. The only thing that isn't in it is a Call of Duty review. And is it worth saying why? Yeah, well, I'll it say is why.
0: worth saying why. I'll say why, because I've, I've just done the review. Uh,
1: so, very quickly, the review is on our website right now. In fact, you probably saw it under this blog post if you're getting this from our web.
0: Yeah. So, right. um, Activision ran a review event. Review events are pretty much standard for the industry, and with a game like Call of Duty, it's not really a problem, because it's a, it's a five-hour game. Um, but they, they were keen on having... Certain people review it.
1: Should we say approved people?
0: I wouldn't say approved people. I mean, we were invited to send whoever we wanted, but it was only. um, It would only have been a total of a certain number of people from the company. So you would have had to basically get one guy to cover it for Xbox, one guy to cover it for PC, one guy to cover it for for PlayStation 3, which means PSM3 would have had to share a writer, or Xbox would have Mm. had to share a writer, and so on. As it works out, PSM3 actually had a a guy, they were able to send a guy. In the US. In the US, yeah. Um, We decided to we wanted to be reviewed by someone in-house mm-hmm. ended up being me um and we weren't prepared to let it loose on a, a writer who isn't part of our usual freelancer list we no. our freelancers are our freelancers for a reason they're chosen they f- for their knowledge they're chosen mm-hmm. for their writing and they're chosen because they're the right man for the job we weren't able to get the right man for the job to this event so we decided to cover it later uh apologies if you were waiting for a review on this issue you can read it up on online um, with one major spoiler re- removed there will be a in our issue 100 there will be a, a big spoiler in that review which will be hopefully marked uh, although the statute of limitations will be very much over by December 20th <laughs> um, the game is not as good as everyone's been saying i think if you if you've bought the game you probably know that uh, the multiplayer mode, which is what most people are buying for, is, is good. Yeah, it's it's totally solid and it's totally fun. A
1: little bit overcooked, but otherwise. A little it's,
0: overcooked, uh, yeah, and there's not enough zombie maps. I think that's very exploitative because you know they're going to drop a, a map pack for that very soon for 1,200 points. No as well, doubt, no probably. doubt. Uh, and that's the be- absolutely the best part of the game, but.
1: We don't drop any spoilers on the podcast. Um, We've got some interesting theories about where they, maybe this story should have gone. Things we would have liked to have um, seen. We'll talk about that later. Once, we'll, once
0: everyone's played it, you know, maybe
1: at the end of the year podcast. Yeah, um, we'll, in our look back, we'll we'll reveal it then. It's um,
0: it's a game just which feels slapped together with absolutely no rhyme or reason. And I didn't dislike the game. I didn't not once. I didn't, not once did I not have a laugh. Just blasting my way through, but it felt mindless. It felt ridiculous. It felt It felt I just you really, you know, you know there's a, everyone's going to say, "Oh, that's what, that's what Call of Duty is, but no, that's not what Call of Duty is. If you look back at, like, you know, there's some, some great action movies, really good ones, Predator, you know, Robocop, geez, uh, Terminator 2, these are great action movies, The Matrix, great action movies. And then there are bad action movies, Transformers, Transformers 2, um, there's, oh, what was the awful, Torque that's the heck? car chase movie yeah. my god there's been some really bad action movies and they, they share a genre but they don't share mm. their quality and that's the this game you know it's it has all of the elements of a decent game yeah. explosions and shooting and uh, there's a violence and there's a gore and then they all slap together in this Transformers yeah. 2 fashion where none of it really matters none of it makes sense none of it exists for any reason the peaks and the troughs are all in the mm. wrong places um but it's not
1: offensively bad I'm good enough for two things so I'm playing it through right now I haven't finished it I've got to I'm on a boat right now Rolling Stones is piping out although I understand it hasn't done that for everyone it certainly is for me I'm Mm. I'm shooting along to um, Sympathy of the Devil which is cool because I'm like the world's biggest Rolling Stones fan um, two things. First of all, he,
0: he said he said that because he was a groupie in the uh, in the 70s I was. and would follow them around. I was between in the events. The last life.
1: Mick Jagger yeah. got me pregnant. So uh two things. First of all, it's not finished. Um I have had uh numerous crashes and those crashes have wiped my save files up until uh, what well, my checkpoints I should say. So when I load up the game, um one evening I can be playing it for an hour and a half. It will crash on me and my last save is when yeah, I loaded up that first thing. I didn't have thing. that. I had it crash on me, but I had it my a save. few times, uh, and it's very frustrating. Once I, I ducked under a door, and then the crash came up, and then it, it came out with, uh, with an error message. It was saying, like, the vehicle couldn't load. There wasn't a vehicle in the entire level. Yeah. I hadn't even seen a vehicle by that point in the game. Um, so goodness knows what's going on there. The other thing I would say, it just feels like they've handpicked a few things from what Infinity War did, and they've chucked them in without really understanding why yeah, they were good in their game. Yeah, part
0: um, where you board a, a Blackbird jet, and take off. And that's it. it, it's, it why? Why did yeah. you
1: even put me through that sequence? Like they've, they've got some great ideas, but haven't quite got the finesse to implement them in a way it, that would make it cool. When Infinity
0: Ward put you in the body of another character, they do it for such a good reason. Like when they kill you at the very beginning of Call of Duty 4. Like when they put you in the body of the guy on the space station mm. in, um, in Call of Duty, in Modern Warfare 2. Those really matter. But when you... Do, when you it, Like Treyarch say, oh, that's real good, we'll do that. So they... They have you board a Blackbird jet, take off, and then it, you you jump from that guy to a guy sitting behind him, who's going to have a tactical overview of the battle. Yeah. And the whole thing, like when Infinity War do it, they do it to show you something amazing. Yeah. When Treyarch do it, they do it because they feel like they should. I don't, you know, I don't, th- I don't see the value like in the that entire, entire value, sequence.
1: Like you could just have been told, "There's a guy up, like in a Blackbird." looking at you. They down could have with cut radar. straight
0: to him while he was in the air, you know? Yeah. It wouldn't have been it wouldn't have made any difference. And that whole section with the radar is just bullshit as well. You know, you you're you're given a tactical overview of the battle and you think, brilliant, it's like Rainbow yeah. Six. I've got to plot my moves, like you know, the first Rainbow yeah. Six, where you I've got to plot my positions. I have to pick where I'm gonna send my guys. And oh brilliant, when I get to have to take breach an end like breach a room, I get to actually play that bit. Yeah. No. It's uh it, you, you get control of the battle and it goes, go here and it gives you a waypoint. So you click on that waypoint. And you jump into the action, shoot some guys, and it pulls back out. Yep. And he said, go here. So you click on that. Go here. Click on that. Go here. Click on that. Wait in the trees. You wait. Go here. Click on that. Done. Levels over. What, what was that? What, what was I? And you think, with, you think with something like that, that early in development, that was a really good idea. They had this really brilliant bit where you could tactically move like this team across the battlefield, make them hide, make them move. If you, if they get seen, you have to get, jump into the action and fight. If you sneak them through, mm. you don't have to fight at all. You could do a really long, extended tactical Absolutely. section. Really, really cool and really clever. And someone in in, in Treyarch, you know, one of the bosses, one of the producers was like, "That's good, but I think it might confuse people. So let's make it. Let's make it so that we they have waypoints to follow, and let's make it a really short level." And let have a guy who's explaining what to do all the way through. And it ends up, you end up with half, not even half, a tenth of the idea you originally had. You lose so much by over-explaining it. The whole game doesn't allow you to have one single thought of your own. No. Like, not one. If you, fall, if you decide to stop and have a look around, game over. You didn't keep up with your squad. If you rush on too far, you can't, because there's a door in your way which can only be opened by their boots. It's like constantly you're, you're punished for having thoughts of your own. And the one time they do take the training wheels off, they did not tell you they're about to take the training wheels off. So you you got a storm down a hill in Vietnam, and they don't nobody stops to mention that there's a couple of barrels halfway down the hill that you can puncture yeah.
1: to stop the spawns. Oh, he he yeah, I I did that a bit a couple of nights ago. He did say something about the barrels, but it was only on like the well I'm playing it on Veterans, so it's probably like the tenth time I was trying it. And by this point, I'd already got down to the trenches at the bottom. And it, I got quite far, but yeah. I didn't hit a checkpoint. I died, and then just out the corner of my eye, I saw my teammate kicking one over. and I was like, "Oh crap! I guess I can do it." Because I went out to the barrel. I was trying to other shoot the point barrels. In the game, at
0: every other point they give you, they stick a waypoint above yeah. the thing, that's helpful because. And then the one time, one time they just take it away. The worst
1: thing is they said, "Oh, is there napalm in that barrel?" In that barrel, and they're like, "Yes." So I was like, oh, "I was shooting them," and I unloaded a clip. I was like, "Oh bugger, I guess I can't." Yeah. But I never thought to go up and then action on that barrel. It's,
0: it's okay to not mark them, but you have to mark nothing. Yeah. In a game, and if you'd been taught by that point to not expect any help, you would have been looking for it. But when you're, you're like, it's just really inconsistent, really sloppy, um, and it's a it's a seven, I think. Uh, it's been getting uh, it's been getting crazy scores. People have been saying it's the best Call of Duty ever. It's I can't not, see that no I can I absolutely can't see that
1: um, most of the time if we have different opinions to everyone else we can kind of see where people are coming from um but I, I can't understand yeah, the, how often you can I'll, look at I'll, that. we'll give a game like you know a,
0: a six or a seven and someone else will make an argument for a nine you go yeah I can see that nine yeah. I can totally see that
1: nine I, I cannot see how it's no. the best Call of Duty. no
2: no way. But it doesn't really matter because more than any game ever, people just went out and bought it when it was released. Yeah. I, just, no, lo- no, I looked no at my Twitter, Twitter feed and stop it was, that game. just bought cod blops, just bought cod blops, just bought cod blops. Non-stop cod blopping yeah. all day my Twitter feed.
1: If you, if you want to chuckle, guys, uh, go on Urban Dictionary and look up blops.
2: <laughs> and with that, I guess we'll move on.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> so, that,
0: so our readers have been kind enough to furnish us with questions.
2: I think we've got about, th- uh, yeah, about three here because uh, there's no timble to uh, chat uh, about some of these. But uh, let's let's hear from Copite Owl. Uh, He says, uh, even though they're not games, will Matt be playing through Your Shape Fitness Evolved and EA Sports Active 2 just because they'll give him lots of achievements?
1: Yes. Well, one of them, I think I'll play Your Shape because I've already got an achievement on that. Mm. So I'm locked into it. I got We Fit for the wife about a year and a half ago now. And I was like, I promise, love. (laughs) It's not a waste of money.
0: The wife, are Mm. you 60? (laughs) <laughs> what I I, I, I that's uh, you, I was like oh gotta go see the
1: wife that's like that's like an old, that's such an old man thing to surely say. that's oh. why
2: people get married so they can use phrases yeah. like that
1: so and I was like look, look I swear it's not a waste of money like I know you'll use it but I'll use it as well I really will I didn't after a week I'd never touched it yeah so um I will do this I'm sure because I get achievements and yes mm. I am that shallow next
2: <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with fat asses at all. Uh, James St. Zombie. What are your most annoying games to review? Is it long games like Final Fantasy Thirteen or games like Mega Man JRPGs. 9 that are rock hard? JRPGs. JRPGs are very, very frustrating. You have frustrating. to freelance them out. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, we had to, and then it got to the point where, because I'm a big JRPG fan, I just wanted to do some myself. And unfortunately, there was a month when we had two, and they were Final Fantasy Thirteen and Resonance of Fate. So you
0: might just didn't turn out to work for a while. Um, Play them thankfully
1: home, right? Lucy was at her parents for a weekend so literally all weekend like I was up at 8 I went to bed at like 1 o'clock in the morning and I just played non-stop and although unfortunately we do like to finish games wherever possible for, for review we didn't get to finish those JRPGs we've got save files to prove that we put 33 hours into each of them which is more than enough what to about judge.
2: massive games where the company basically says well come on over and uh, we'll, we can play it for a few hours and <laughs> well, yeah. that you think that's, oh shit when, when you work. do like
0: a review event on something like Fallout New Vegas you do, you do get certain yeah. problems because as we've, we proved, we gave Fight uh, New Vegas an 80. You know, Rob had no problems at all the way through um, in his like 22-hour playthrough or whatever it was. Um, and then someone else plays it and problems start coming up. Well, if, if Rob had been able to sit with his own copy at home for a lot longer, maybe those problems will become... Mm. The, the thing is,
1: if it ever gets to the stage like it did with Call of Duty where we can't review it in a situation... In which we can give it a fair hearing, you know, and we can be thorough. Then we won't review it at a review event. We would wait, and we will have to sadly have a late review. But we'll be able to have which it in the office. Is what happened? Um, but I, th- I think games
0: where you have to make lots of choices. Choices. Are, 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 yeah, yeah. to review. Because Something like Oblivion. Well, I did, um, I, was, I did. I did a Fallout Three preview, and um, I went and flew over to Washington to do preview Fallout Three, and they were like, "We're just going to let you loose in the world mm. for uh, two hours." And uh, in that two hours, you could, in theory, see nothing, yeah, or you could see lots, yeah.
1: Um, I think in most cases, when we see games for like preview purposes, it is good if we just handed the pad and can play and play and just left alone. But in something like Fallout Three, you almost want someone there to just say, "So if I do this, what will happen? And if I make that decision, what will happen?" Because it's not a case of getting like from A to B. It's like how you get there. And if you've got like 10 different branching paths, you want to be able to write about and talk about what happens if you make certain choices. Um, and certainly when you've got a, a few hours with a game, you can't really do that to a sufficient Facing Fighting point. games are
0: tough to review as well, but for a very different reason. Fighting games, um, it only becomes apparent um, how, how they work like really work a few months down the line once all the experts mm. have got a hold of it so we do I, I I play a lot of fighting games so I just try to do my best to review them as well as I can I always try to avoid saying things like this game's really well balanced and this is like the third version of a fighting yeah. game because guaranteed three months down the line someone will find something that is anything but balanced so fighting games are fiddly It's just it's just with fighting games it's about picking your words about picking what you what you're going to critique on and what you're not going to critique on that's the case for a lot of these things um, any game where it's like there's, there's so much depth like a fighting game you're yeah. only ever going to scratch the surface in, in those early yeah. you know 3 months in reviews even
1: to some extent i would say that would apply to something like fifa as well yeah and um, pairs, you know, you find the thing with FIFA
0: courses, we're so familiar with it. Yeah, point.
1: thankfully, we play it every day. And when we
0: um, Street Fighter 4 came in, we were lucky enough that we'd actually had preview code for something like six months mm-hmm. at that point. So when you finally did the review, you're actually doing it based on six months of incrementally better yes. play. And you know, yeah. it's, it, it, that, that really does affect the review and I it think, affects the quality of yeah. the review you can give to readers. I think that's
1: about it. Everything else is kind of. All right. the the only yeah, exception no, think, being multiplayer games where we have to wait obviously until it's out yeah, in the wild i to think play any
0: it. i think every kind of review has its challenges i mean if you're just going to sit there and say oh the graphics are good the sound is good and so on right. then you're, it's not a review and anyone can do that it's really easy like any guy who works in any game store can do that for you but if you're really going to sort of take a considered look at it and work out what that it it makes the game tick and come up with an opinion that not necessarily everybody else has sometimes you've got to sit and take your time with it and that that's a challenge in itself. Coming up with something original to say after everyone else has reviewed it—that's a challenge too. You know, it's it, it, the best. The best critics look at games a little bit differently, I think, mm-hmm. and that, if anything, is the difficult part. It's not necessarily a certain type of game. It's about having an original opinion about games. When video game reviews aren't like movie reviews, video game reviews tend to all agree with one another because objectively, games are. You know, it's, it's quite easy to ob- objectively measure the quality of a game compared to exactly. the quality of a movie look at gemini we both love frankenstein couldn't tell you why couldn't tell you what makes it work Couldn't tell you couldn't, t- couldn't tell you what why it's such a fun movie to watch especially since every critic in the world hates that movie <laughs> it's like you know it's, it's movies are a lot trickier to consider when like if a game a game mechanically is a lot easier to agree on beyond that it's kind of a matter of opinion about things like the aesthetics of the game the way it presents Absolutely. itself and
2: Anyway. Final question. The NOSA would like to know, uh, when we get pre-release code, are we allowed to go on live? And if so, do other live users see you guys playing the code?
0: Pre-release code doesn't run on regular Xbox. That's the thing. So when you get pre-release code, it runs on a dedicated uh, development kit. Uh, So no, nobody would see us. You can't even use the same save file. Save files don't transfer over.
1: Sometimes we do get early retail code. Every now and again we get early retail code. Sometimes we'll have to... Uh, we're either not supposed to play it on an Xbox Live account, or if we have one, then we have to turn our like privacy settings on so no one can see the yeah. achievements. That's rare though. Yeah, and it's usually, well, it's usually bullshit as well because the line is we don't want people to see the achievements, but invariably those achievements have already been on achievements 360org for about three months. I tell
0: you so, what happens so, though when you do play pre release code on live.
1: Lots of messages.
0: Lots of messages because your name will show up on like the mygamerscore.net dot yeah. like leaderboards. And you'll be there with like 22 other people, all journalists and developers. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you get people sort of mailing you. How did you get the game? What, what are you doing? What, what's, is it really good? What, what? Asking questions, want to know where they can get it. Are you a pirate? How did you, how did you mod your Xbox? And all that, and it just goes on and on and on. So it's actually mm. better not to get online, you know. Um, we, we usually get retail code a week before everybody else. Like we usually get copies come through a week before everyone.
1: If we do get copies, if we do worth, get a copy, we don't get through. sent every game. It's worth no, the- no.
0: Well, if we if we get, it, it's usually a week early, and that's where um, that's where pirated copies appear come online. You, you, I. Whenever a promo comes in, I usually turn to Matt, and I say, "Guarantee you that'll be on the tubes in, a, in a, by the end of the day," and it's that's not because it's us doing it course it's not it but everyone sends promo copies out all at once so all the promo copies hit all over the country and someone somewhere has got a source who knows someone who knows someone who gets a promo copy and it feeds back and then they end up ripping it and putting it online you can usually sort of predict when promo copies are going to pop up online it's never a debug code you can't run debug
1: code on a retail machine uh, and that's very quickly. That's the crazy thing because a lot of publishers are clamping down on. Well, that's uh, why they do review events, code right? They say they because say, they're worried about it leaking. They're worried about leaking. Well, we
0: even if it were the best
1: will in the world, you couldn't leak because a it's piece different of debug
0: code. machines. Yeah, it runs um, on a thing. machine, which just like, it, it could different. It is. It's got a separate operating system, a separate debug OS. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can put if you put that disc in a regular Xbox, it doesn't recognize it.
1: But try explaining this to 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 the people who matter, who make the decisions about how strict they are with their code, and uh, it's like talking to a brick yeah, wall. Yeah, I
0: think I think a lot of publishers think it's journalists who code. It's absolutely not. I went, I, I certainly, I mean, the the games industry, the the product journal journalist side of things is really small, and everybody knows one another, and none of and there's no bent people yeah. that I know who would be be leaking stuff online. But I mean, there's something promo copies out to like buyers you know it's uh, lo- lo- retail chains Johnny so bloggy, so.
1: Blogspot. Johnny bloggy at blogspot. oh com. I hate him
0: yeah joe, a, joe blogs blog at blogspot.blog <laughs> yeah yeah uh, like you, know, you, send, you send out 500 pre-, pre promo copies one of them's getting on the yeah. tube somehow you know uh, and when that happens they, everyone online just presumes you're, you've pirated it anyway <laughs> so you don't get hassled then it's when you get like we, like shadow complex I got code really early for and I was playing that online I got manned I get messages about shadow <laughs> complex yeah, no, we don't have a we don't okay. we don't play yeah. them on we not not months early anyway, and we don't even get to say what move our saves and achievements over much to your... On that note, what would yes, yours just, be, Mike?
2: we have a hundredth issue to finish, uh, like now. Yeah. So uh, it's it's uh, it's a very very special preparing. one.
1: Uh, Ninety nine is absolutely off the wall brilliant, um, but yeah, 100, it's a man. 100 is going to be stunning as well. Great posters. Yeah, you get a free poster as well.
2: Batman's Andy. on it. Yay. Big Batman poster.
0: It's and also, you also got a free bag. If you open it really carefully, you can put things in it. <laughs> like if you re- open it really, really carefully so it doesn't yeah. tear through it.
2: No, it's a bag for life. Yeah. It'll keep you forever. Yeah. And it's with a- that, I think we'll wrap up. Yep. Look out for it.
0: Have a good week. We'll see you in two weeks, hopefully. And then we'll start talking about Christmas time.
2: Yay. Yay. Oh, Christmas. Bye-bye. See you soon. Right.
0: Bye bye.